We don't have time for this. We'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land where we make this podcast, the Garigal and the Gairamangal people. We pay our respects to all First Nations elders, past, present and emerging. Rebs, it's been a big week. It's been absolutely huge. Why do we do this to ourselves? Oh my God. My mum called me last night and she's like, so I see on Instagram, you've been doing a lot of stuff for the show. I was like, yeah, it's been huge. It's become bigger than Ben-Hur. She's like, why am I not surprised with you two? And we got this DM yesterday. Did you see it? I did see it. She's like, I love that you guys are putting so much effort into whatever the live show is when we all just would have paid to come and listen to you talk and I was like yeah we're clinically unwell like yeah like we didn't need to but whatever we wouldn't have it any other way we really wouldn't we're putting on a show I gotta say it's been really fun getting back to our playful roots this is the thing right <laughs> like it's been such a punish but then we love the punish we love it we just love the high of the it's, show people oh, life <laughs> it's so fun and the thing is DLs if you've been following our Instagram closely you'll know that we haven't actually technically gone into rehearsals yet <laughs> we've been in writing week and then we went into filming week and people are like filming week what do you mean you're putting on a show why is there filming well you'll soon find Find you out. Will find out. This is exclusive content for our live show DLs who will be attending. And uh, oh my gosh, quietly, I just can't wait to put it out there. There's just so many cool surprises and Easter eggs and things that you just will never have seen coming. And it's like we're sitting on a birthday present. You know, when you buy like yes. someone, a, like you buy your bestie a great birthday present and you just want to give it to them straight away, but you've got to wait till the birthday rolls around and then they've got to unwrap it. And it's just like, I just want to tell you what it is. Yeah, same. I want to give it to you now. Patience is a virtue. And also I'm really enjoying ending every sentence with, well, that's showbiz. (laughs) There's no business like show (laughs) business. Let's do the episode. Yes, let's. We have a thousand things to do, but we'd rather chat to you with emails and meetings and husbands and kids. We don't have time for this. Just what you need to basic bitches with a podcast. Hello and welcome to We Don't Have Time For This. I'm your host, Gemma Pranita, a.k.a. Gemma Peanut on the gram, along with my co-host, Kate Revs. DLs, we have an exciting announcement. We have an announcement. Just when you thought we couldn't possibly have (laughs) any more to announce. We've got more to announce. So exciting. It is. So, look, we've partnered with the wonderful, fabulous, brilliant, Westfield. Westfield. When the folks at Westfield heard about our live tour, they had this cool idea that while we're traveling around Australia, coming to see you all with our big live show, we could also pop into the local Westfields and meet some of you there. So they called us up and they're like, guys, remember when you did a bestie brunch? How would you like us to host you guys at five bestie brunches all across Australia? And of course we were like, "Mm, yes, yes, of course we would love to do that. So DLs, not only are we going to be in your city for the live shows, but we're also going to be popping in for bestie brunches where you can join us to talk all things fashion, Fashion, beauty, beauty, mum life. Yes, all the good stuff, basically. It's not the live show. We need to be really, really clear it's a separate cool event thing so our live show is like you get your ticket you come with your girlfriends you sit down it's a show right 
then we are also going to be having bestie brunches at Westfield and that's much more chill, like a bit of a Q&A, you get some food, you have a drink and we'll talk all things mum fashion, mum life. There'll be lots of not spawn chat and you can get it all done while you get your groceries, your nails done, whatever you have to do when you go to Westfield. Now, Rebsy, where do DLs need to go to sign up for the bestie brunches? Well, see, they haven't even announced it yet. This is the cool thing. We are dropping an exclusive here on the potty. So what you need to do is you need to get the Westfield app. You need to tell it where your local Westfield is and you need to sign up for the email because they're going to email out the info. So get ready, DLs. Yeah, so go to the app store now, get your Westfield app and get ready to come say hi. Can't bloody wait. On a less fun note, oh. slash less exciting, yeah. um, Hubs and I had a hectic situation happen. What? Bit of a trigger warning car accident related content, oh, I suppose. But like we were very nearly in a head-on collision. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I know. That's so hectic. And actually, maybe I'm still kind of processing it or maybe oh. I don't need to because nothing happened. Okay, okay? okay. I just want to say that at the head. But we were driving with the kids in Mossman mm-hmm. down Bradley Head road for not locals that's just like a nearby suburb yeah and it's a fairly wide road Uh there's like homes on either side I would say it's a 50 slash 60 zone it's also quite windy that's a really important part of the story actually the windiness so we're just cruising along and there's this SUV coming in the opposite direction now the guy was straight up looking out his side window looking at a house okay but what he didn't realize was that the windiness of the road kicked in and so he's just going in a straight line but straight towards us oh my god and it was that hectic moment where it was engaging the automatic brake system in the car like hubs just slammed the brakes honked the horn so loud and the guy kind of was shaken out of his house hunting reverie we don't know what he was doing but it was so fucking close and it's the first time where i was like if he didn't wake the fuck up oh my god we would have hit each other oh my god and it would have been gnarly because both cars were going around 60 k's in either direction oh my god Anyway, poor Raph was asleep in the back of the car and it scared the living daylights out of her. Yeah. And now she's got a bit of like car travel anxiety. Oh, no. Yeah. Like, was there horn and. Oh, horn and then. Quick stop. Oh, yeah. Like the whole car shook. Like, I don't know if you've ever. Crunch. Well, have you ever engaged your ABS system Mm, in your car? I have actually. Yes. It's so unique, DLs. This is a random tangent, but years and years ago, I toured with the Bell Shakespeare Company and part of the tour. I wasn't kidding when I said it was I was like, where's this going? <laughs> I, I promise there's merit to this story. Yeah. Okay. Because we were touring all over Australia, we did a lot of long distance driving. Yeah. And we were in one of those carnival kind of van car type things. Anyway, as part of the safety of this job, we had to do a defensive driving course. Oh, great. Now, the cool thing about the defensive driving course is they put you in scenarios where they like deliberately wet the road uh-huh. and then they ask you to drive at like 80 to 100 kilometres down this straight, hit the wet patch and slam the brakes. Yes. And it goes against all of your instincts because they say that people are too scared to hit the brakes too hard because no one's ever experienced the automatic brake system. Because what it does is the car kind of shudders to a stop. It Uh kind of goes... Yeah. And so I had that experience where I thought, I'm actually really glad I know what this feels like now so I'm not scared of it. Yeah. Because our fear is the skidding effect yeah 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 and that's what you're kind of fighting against those instincts that the car's gonna skid if I brake too hard Uh 
and the wheels are going to lock. Anyway, Hub's fully initiated the ABS. Oh, and Well, well done him. Yeah, but it was just. Was there d- anywhere to swerve? Like, would you have. No, a- there were parked cars oh on either God. side. But oh, he was. I- it was like he was rubbernecking out his window, full head to the side, perving on someone's home. I don't fucking know. But anyway, it was really scary. And it just reminded me once again about my fine for being on my phone yeah. and just how quick. Shit can go wrong. Yes. Yeah, with the kids in the car. Yeah, it was really fucking scary. And do you know what? I've had some DLs drop in the Facebook group that they too have received the really crappy $385 fine for being on your phone in the yeah. car. I don't want to get preachy, but just put it down. Yeah, it's put just it down. a reminder. It's not worth it, folks. No, no. It's not worth it. All right, on to lighter things. That was a bit heavy, but um, do you know what I do have time for this oh, week? Oh, okay. Yeah. I love it. Love it. We do bit have time. a reframe. My kids' new haircuts. Oh, I have time for it too. Yeah, so did my parents. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's got time it for it. It was time. They have come out of the dungeon. They have. They have entered society. <laughs> yep. They are less homeless, more homeful. Yeah, great. It's fabulous. Bit of a shout out for any hairdresser that has a shiny red car yeah. for kids to sit in and not just any shiny shiny red car revs. First oh. of all, it was an Audi TT, if oh. that means anything to anyone. <laughs> but more to the point, it has a steering wheel. Yep. It has pedals. Oh, brilliant. It has a gear stick. I imagine this makes the hairdresser's life a lot easier. Hanji P. Yeah. It's just smart business. Yeah. Anyway, we went to Haircuts Express at Westfield, Warringah Mall. If anyone was interested, I did have some DMs from Peep saying, um, where is that? I need to go immediately. You don't need to make an appointment. It's walk-ins Great. only. Quick and Hashtag easy. not sponsored. Okay. <laughs> It is totally not sponsored, P.S. But can I just say, yeah. tell me how I'm meant to feel about this. Okay. Both haircuts, kids' haircuts. Oh, yeah. No washing. They don't no, wash no, kids' no. hair. Spray it wet. Yep, they don't wash it for you. So you have to detangle ahead of time unless you want your kids screaming. So there was a lot of effort involved. Iggy wouldn't let him blow dry his hair, so he walked out with wet hair. So he literally just got a cut. But anyway, both haircuts, 70 bucks. Whoa, each? Oh, no, combined. Oh, what's that each? 35. <laughs> I was just trying to math. <laughs> I, um, I literally just watched Revs's brain do a fart yeah, as she tried uh, to math That's that. on the spenny end. Is it? You might be paying for your Audi TT. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> Maybe uh, there's okay. privileges involved with the car. This is what I needed to hit. Now, I thought that was quite exy. That's exy. Okay. So I pay, used to be 27 at Just Cuts. I think it's gone up. Mm, the lo- inflation. My local barber is 23. And I think that's great. That is good. Yeah, I think that's awesome. Because that would have been $46. Yeah. And that's much more digestible than 70 Look, I will say I was happy to pay it because it was their first. Mm. I wanted it done well. Sure. I got the content. I've got the memories. I've got the hair <laughs> the locks. I've got the hair locks, yeah, yeah. you know. You're definitely not going to lose those. <laughs> um, my house is organised now okay. by a pantry girl. Yeah. It's right. gone into the How's that ma- sticking? Yeah, I've been consistent. You have. Has yes. everyone in your house been consistent? My my husband has not, <laughs> but this is okay. I love him with all his flaws and all. <laughs> it's fine. You're never going to lose tiny locks of hair in a bag. <laughs> never going to lose tiny locks of hair in a bag. I'm trying to remember where my kid's first haircut hair is. I think that went long ago. You don't have a memory box? Sure. I, I even wrote the date on it. <laughs> oh, cute. Yeah. What, what am I going to do with it? Okay, what am I going to do? It's like you're going to put it with a bunch of old creepy teeth. And I feel like hair is less creepy than teeth. Okay, oh, Together it's really creepy. Yeah, hair it's and real, teeth. Real it's corpse like, vibes. Yeah, real like we can like, I don't know, AI this into a person again one day. <laughs> 
Okay, so and how do you feel about the cut? I feel really good. Okay, good. Okay, and do you know what? I wasn't as emotional as I thought. When okay. I shared it on Instagram, peeps were like, are you bawling? Like I yeah. bawled my – and I was like, actually, I, I held it together You pre-grieved. Well. It's true. <laughs> um, no, I'm stoked, but what I'm even more stoked about is the ease. Yes. Oh, my gosh, it takes half the time oh, to yes. do that. Yes, I know. I'm aware <laughs> everyone is pointing out the obvious to me and I should have known oh. it and seen it coming, but it's a game changer. And do you know what? Short hair, Raph, looks younger. Yeah, and, and cute. Cuter. Like, I'm just here for it. She's yeah. adorable. And Iggy looks like a little Kurt Cobain, which I laughed at you when you said that. I thought, yeah, it'll turn out more like Lord Farquaad or Mossman Bob. Wow, Mossman's getting a lot of <laughs> content today. a lot of shade. Sorry if you're not local. But, yeah, no, he does look like a little cutie Kurt Cobain. It's very cute. And you're going to find the time you've saved with not detangling. Just life-changing. It's already I'm been. happy for you, Thank babe. you. I'm Thank happy you. for you. Uh, look, I'm not surprised that you kind of stayed with this wild hair for so long because OG listeners will know, but if you've just joined us in recent times, Jem has never had hair game. You know, she's got great natural hair. And this oh is where God. I think the problem. This is so true. Oh, God. Like, I've never had no hair game. game. No game in the know, hair department. No, no, no. Do you know there was a time? When? When I worked on Neighbours. Yeah, but that wasn't that. You can't take credit for that. You had a hair and makeup department. Oh, no, I'm not taking credit. Okay, good. But like for a good three years. You had I, nice looking hair. I had really well done hair. Still no game, though. Every week. Still no, no ga- game. Hang on. Hold the phone. Yeah. Why no game? Because it, you didn't do it. You just like turned up to work and then came home from work, you know? Yeah, but people who would walk past me in the street would have thought. Yeah, they'd be like, that bitch is really put together. She's got hair game. <laughs> okay, you know, fair they, enough. They don't know. You I can, moonlighted as someone yeah, with hair game for a couple of years. Yeah. Anyway, Jem doesn't own a brush. Like, I know, DLs, she can't swallow a tablet. She doesn't own a brush, doesn't know how to cook a piece of toast. We love her anyway. But she has beautiful natural hair. Like it's thick, it's long, it's got a little bit of a wave in it, but it's not frizzy, it's not curly, it's not dead straight. It's just like nice natural hair. Can I share a weird flex? No, we're not done. Okay. Hold your thought. Remember it because we'll come back to whatever your weird flex is. (laughs) But I think this is the curse with anything you're gifted as a natural thing is that you don't appreciate how much effort can go into these things. And then if your kid isn't also gifted with the thing, you're out of your depth. Yeah. Like Isla has really brittle nails and they break really easily and they split down the sides and it's like, but I have really strong, you do. healthy, natural nails. I don't do anything for that. It's just genetic. So I don't know how to look after her little cuticles or like help her. It's and your like, blind spot. And she's always like, mommy, my nails are hurting again. And I'm like, oh, fuck. You know, I had to learn how to help her have some nail game because I just have natural nail game. This is your problem. You've got natural hair game. Mm. You have to do nothing to your hair until recent times when you've had to start dyeing it. It, yeah. But that's pretty new. Yeah. So I think you're like, kids, just have natural good hair. <laughs> like you, do, like, you don't know how to deal with hair. I don't. It's yeah. true. I have spent 37 years of my life mm. wondering how the hell anyone curls hair yeah. with a straightening iron. Yes, like, yes. you know, that technique with the GHD that was very popular about 10, 15 yeah, years we're ago. we're still doing it. No shade. Okay, people are still <laughs> doing it. No shade. But I've never been able to get that technique. And then the other day someone said to me, you need a cone curler where it hasn't got the clippy bit and it gets all confusing. And then people 
say curl away from the face. Yeah. And anyway, I it's have, not that hard. It's just how much time have you actually ever dedicated to learning how to curl your hair? Don't have time. Like ten minutes. I don't have time for it. Yeah. Uh, when Jem says, "I have no idea. I just can't master," it means she tried it once for five minutes and it didn't happen, so she stopped. Didn't okay? suit her. Didn't suit her. So she just next. <laughs> Can I come back to my weird hair flex? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So my weird hair flex. Some people will relate. Some others will eye roll at this. I accept. But many a hairdresser slash hairstylist has told me that my hair holds curls yes. very well. Yeah, it does. Mm. It does what it's told. It does. And your children's hair does not do what it's told no. because they have very Caucasian hair. Mm. They have fine, silky hair that can mat very easily. Oh, yeah. It's not as thick as yours. No. So it doesn't just fall and hold its shape and do what it's told. Truly. It's like, I want to be a bird's nest. Oh, look, I went to sleep. Now I have dreadlocks. Revs, yeah. the lightest of light gusts not yeah. even gusts like soft breeze can brush past Rafa's hair mm-hmm. dreadlocks I relate because I have the same hair like mm-hmm. I have exactly the same type of hair as Rafa mm-hmm. that pretty much straight very fine very thin you know light hair it just sort yeah. of falls lightly yeah. and yeah you just look at me and my hair knots it's a shame <laughs> but you know what your extensions they're looking great thanks babe yeah I'm getting fresh ones tomorrow are you yes very excited for the tour oh yes getting toured hair I mean we're really trying to get tour ready here what things are you doing for the tour it's like being married it's seriously so my hairdresser texts me and she's like hey not to be a creep but following you on social seeing that you're doing all this stuff for the tour um when were you thinking of going to get your hair done because it's looking a little sad and I was like oh my god hadn't booked anything in thank god Mm. for Sally at Halo she's like I'm gonna give you my bride timeline I need you to come in this day and we're gonna do this and then we're gonna do this a bit before and so she's got me sorted that's it that's all I'm really doing so good just hair I'm thinking I might get my nails done for the first First time in 2023. I actually wanted to pitch to you oh. that we make that a company expense. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's add it to the show budget. Go get our nails done. We didn't budget for nails. Costume. Mm. Yeah, it's costume, babe. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Tax. Oh, she's the treasurer saying no. <laughs> the treasurer is saying we'll talk about it off the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I've been told, dear. <laughs> what else are you doing? You know, it crossed my mind the other day that I might get a spray tan. Oh, but babe. No. <sighs> What? It's so fun when like your bestie's a beauty rookie. Like I just schooled you about hair and now I'm going to have to school you about tan. Sure, you can get a spray tan, but for which show? Because you're going to need a full tan regimen for the show because I don't have time for it. Yeah, because the timing of the tour does not really suit a tan schedule. <laughs> because if you want to tan the day before Melbourne, that's a Tuesday, right? Mm-hmm. But then you still need your tan on for the following Tuesday, what? but that's not enough time in between to scrub it off and redo. Redo? How long does a spray tan last? Like five days? And then you'd have to like do the aftercare and then the prep and then nah, tan. Nah, I'm out. And I'm then like foot out the door. No, I'm three not days later, there's Adelaide. Like, what's your tan doing at that point? And then we've got a week, and then it's Sydney. Do you know what I mean? Don't have time. Yeah. So I think just like maybe don't tan. Don't. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I want to just tan the night before every single show in the hotel. Thoughts? Effort. Too much effort. Yeah, but can you do my back? Because I won't have Isla with oh, me. Oh, so you're definitely going to do this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll do your back. That's yeah, fine. Yeah. And if you want, I can. You can turn around. And I'll do yours. <laughs> just too much effort. <laughs> How's this for the how the sausage gets made, Diaz? To tan or not to tan? That is la question. <laughs> French Shakespeare. <laughs> you know what I don't have time for? What don't you have time for? I don't have time for my son's phase personality. 
Okay. Now, this is something that's hard to admit, but I've seen it coming for about a year now. And it's hard to admit because I'm looking in a mirror. Oh, here we go. Is he hedonistic like his mother? Yeah, but it's not hedonism. It's just like he's hard into something and then that phase ends abruptly. Mm. He's like, what's the next shiny thing? And we move on to the next shiny thing, okay? Now, I know this is like there's two types of people. You know, there's stayers and committers and there's flighties. (laughs) Now, Teddy and I are a little flighty. I believe a better term is fickle. Yeah, No, but it's not fickle because it's not – there's no confusion in it. You know what I mean? It's when you're in it, you're in it and committed and it's everything. I'm talking about a phase, when you're in a phase, right? So I love a trend. I see it there. Like I love a fashion trend. I'll go hard into a trend and really enjoy it. And then I'll be like, oh, yuck, done with that. I've done it. On to the next thing. Or, you know, I've done this job for two years. I've done all I can do here. Next, you know. And cue our final episode next <laughs> week. And Rats has quit the podcast. No, but what I wanted to say is as you mature. It's amazing that you are still into the podcast. because third year. We are coming up to our three-year anniversary. Count us lucky, DLs, no, that no, no. Revs has stuck around. No. What I want to say is as you mature that you learn to, like, not be so flighty, right? And you learn. Fickle. It's not fickle. because there's fickle. Because no, fickle is, like, indecision and no. it's not about indecision you know it's almost obsessive more than anything else I don't know the word is phase love a phase so as you mature you do learn how to stick with things and like find the beauty in staying with things what she's googling something I'm googling fickle right hit me with a definition erratic I mean I just think it describes you so well erratic changeableness Deeply involved (laughs) to becoming... Deeply involved? Yeah. And then marked by a lack of steadfastness, constancy or stability. Yeah. Okay, well, thanks. What I was saying was, as you mature, you learn to find love and familiar and you do mature out of like a very intense, you know, grass is always greener is kind of the mentality. Mm. But how it shows up in a six-year-old, and I was this six-year-old, like I was obsessed with Cats the Musical. It was all I could really think about, talk about, live about, breathe about, look at, consume. For a solid how long? Well, I don't remember because I was probably six, but my mum would probably be able to tell me it was a phase. Yeah, I went through a Lloyd Webber phase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think all the children of the 80s did, but it would be so specific for me. And Teddy is really the same. Now, don't hit me with your ADHD hyperfocus diagnosis. Maybe it is, but we're not talking about that now. We're just talking about the behavior. It's like he was so into gymnastics, as we all know. I'm actually heartbroken and by it, this. And he is talented at gymnastics and it all threw us all for a loop. Gifted, you Gifted. might say. I bought him all the gear. I signed him up to all the things. We were doing it daily. No, it's done. He announces, I'm done with gymnastics. I don't want to do it anymore. Can what? you hear that? What? It's the sound of my heart breaking. Mine too. Because mm. I'm like, mate, this isn't going to serve you well. But like, then it moved on to frogs. Frogs? And oh, I was way like, less I was fun. like, frogs can't replace gymnastics. No, no. It's not the same category of life, but yeah. it is the way he embraces and obsesses. So he's like all about frogs and like learning all the different types of frogs. And his desk, which was his homework desk and his school desk. Oh, sorry, for a minute it was his costume design desk. <laughs> 
which has turned into his homework desk, which turned into a prime desk. Yep. I'm not even kidding. It just had his prime bottles lined up and he would draw pictures of prime and, you know, do things to do with prime. Now it's a frog desk and that has evolved into a reptile phase. Oh, no. I almost preferred the amphibians. Well, and throw in their insects. Like he's just yeah. having a real bug and creature phase. Oh. And my whole house is full of Tupperware containers with the tops knifed into for air holes, filled with dirt and leaves and, and wait, rocks. wait, wait, an imaginary amphibian? There's a mix of all kinds. Look, I don't have any amphibians. We've got frog statues and those little, you know, <laughs> like, I know, Jim. We've got like these frog ornaments okay. from the markets. So and then pretending. He's like, yeah, he's which got- is great. Fine, I'm happy with that. And then he's like, really wants a real frog. And I'm like, hell no on the real frog. Mm. But then, yes, there's some empty containers with just rocks and stuff that maybe they had a lizard in it at one point, if you know what I'm saying. Collected by him? Yeah, yeah, from the school playground. Now there's a skeleton. Now there's fucking bones in my apartment. And beetles. We currently have a gecko. Poor thing dropped its tail. My vegetarian bleeding heart, Isla, who's almost nine, Mm. is like, let her go! I can't stand it, Teddy! It's got a mum! What about its sister? You have to put it back! So I'm managing her emotions. And I also don't want a fucking gecko in my house. Last night, he decided to decant the gecko from the takeaway container it was in into his more permanent enclosure. Oh, no. And he's like, mummy, help me. I don't want it to run up my arm. And I was like, I don't want it to run up your arm. And I never signed up for this. (laughs) I never signed up to have a live reptile in my home. And by the way, I'm cooking dinner and Isla's in the corner just so distressed. You need to let it go. It's not fair. It's cruel. And I was like, it is cruel, Ted. It's cruel. And he's like, no, this is my gecko. Its name is Greg. And anyway, so I ended up having to fucking try and shake the gecko, which has sticky hands. And it's upside down on the Chinese takeaway container looking me in the eye. And I'm trying to like shake this thing into its enclosure. And it's like, I'm just giving this poor thing trauma. Honey you are. Eventually I get like a bit of the fucking stick with the leaves on it. And I help it get in. It went so fast and I thought it had gone up my sleeve and it was just the whole thing is fucked, Jem. And the only thing I'm clinging to is like every phase he's had so far has ended. Equipment and all. Mm. I really need this bug, reptile, amphibian phase to wrap the fuck up. I don't even care what he's into next. I don't care if it's Power Rangers. Power Rangers. Great. Great. (laughs) Clean. (laughs) Like this phase is not for me. Something hilarious that was just going through my brain. Yeah. There's you Mm. struggling with this reptilian (laughs) lifestyle that you've been forced into. And then there's Rachel Tag. I know. Friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. Don't know if you follow her on Instagram, but her son is deep into reptiles, much like Teddy. But they're like the Instagram version of that. Yeah, they've nailed it. They've got a genuine genuine enclosure with a heat lamp. Yeah, and fully filming feeding time at the mini zoo in his home. Yeah, no, but Louis has shown dedicated commitment to this area of interest for a sustained amount of time. And this is the difference right because teddy like you yeah. is fickle as fuck flighty flighty sure whatever whereas phase driven yes. i like um his life is as ephemeral as an instagram story <laughs> 
seriously. It's here for 24 hours. And gone. And gone forever. Gone. Don't buy Under Armour gymnastics clothes. Okay, Kate? (laughs) If I could just go back in time and say don't spend $200 at Rebel Sports on gym clothes for Teddy because you'll be hopping down to Pet Barn to buy the $17 bug enclosure two weeks later. Okay? So can I ask you this? Considering you can't remember how long your Lloyd Webber cats phase (laughs) went on for, how long has the prime phase got? Like, let's let's look at past behavior yeah, yeah, yeah. to As allow an indication us of future behavior? Yes, to okay. predict future behavior. So yeah. how long cuz prime felt quick, right? Was that like 2 months? <laughs> okay. I feel like I think it was like 6 weeks. Okay. Prime. I feel like gymnastics was like a term. Was that it? Yeah. Oh, Ted. Like I even made him a gymnastics birthday cake. That's how into it he was. He got a new nickname, backflip from his friends. They're all like, what do we call you now? Snake eyes? <laughs> like <laughs> Who are you today, Teddy? I feel like this is future Top Gun characters. <laughs> Snake eyes. Backflip. backflip. <laughs> Come on, Maverick and I backflip. Know, but like anything that really gets under your skin is this is me, Gem. Mm. This is me. Yeah, the mirror's you know? being held up, oh, babe. And like I can genuinely say I've matured out of like being into something for a term. But this is why I've never got a tattoo and I've always been scared of wallpaper. You know, the commitment because I get so into something mm-hmm. and it's almost like it's because the level of into is more than casual you know mm. me and my children are the same we're not a casual family we go full tilt into things okay so right now isla needs her hair braided into six different sections every night because when she wakes up in the morning she needs hermione hair yeah. as in from harry potter she sleeps with her the wand. only famous hermione yeah she sleeps with her wand she reads harry potter before bed then i put a harry potter audiobook on for her to go to sleep she lives and breathes harry potter right we don't do casual and that's that's why I think you burn out of it so hard. It's yeah. because you've gone so deep. Yeah. We go so deep into these things in such an intense way. Now, this has served me professionally in a creative career because I can get deep into things. But then it's like when you eat the same breakfast for, you know, weeks at a time and you're like, oh, I fucking love porridge. I'm all about porridge. This is me now. I'm porridge girl every single morning. And then one day you're like, Bleh. I never want to see porridge again. I feel that way about eggs. I go eggs. through egg season where I'm like, <laughs> scramble them, poach them, give me all the fucking eggs. Next minute, ugh, eggs, can't touch them. Can we talk about when eggs just decide to taste like eggs? <laughs> <laughs> and it's so offensive. It's so aggressive. You can be halfway through your scrambled eggs, loving them. Mm, and then the next bite is just like, oh, bit eggy. <laughs> How dare you be How eggy? How dare this egg be eggy? And you're like, oh, I need to spit it out. And <laughs> suddenly you're off eggs. <laughs> so true. For months. Eggs are fickle, man. Yeah, they're <laughs> fucking fickle. Oh, when I'm pregnant, I can't even look at an egg. Do you know what? I'm in my anti-egg phase. Yeah. And right. I look forward to its renaissance. <laughs> I'm quite into eggs right now. Good, good. Like, yes, yeah. right? It's like that. So, yeah, how long have we been into bugs and reptiles? I'm saying we've been here for about four weeks. Ooh, I feel like you've got another, another four. Six, maybe oh, four to six. six. Yeah. The thing about reptiles <laughs> is... <laughs> to this <laughs> just as a little recap deals today we've talked about head-on collisions <laughs> haircuts, haircuts audi tt game eggs and reptiles <laughs> don't forget the tanning regimen <laughs> look people come here for variety i hope okay? so they go to the dnms for a deep dive <laughs> yeah. where we can remain hyper focused on one topic we are capable of it deals we swear oh. 
the thing with reptiles, back to my point, when I think of his prime phase, right? Mm. We're talking about the drink, the YouTube sensation. From, we yeah. did a whole episode on this, yeah. but there's only X amount of colours. Once you hit the full collection, <laughs> Fuck. You've, Fuck ha- me. you've had your hit, I know right? What you're say. The problem with reptiles, thousands of species, so many species, <laughs> poisonous ones, yeah. friendly ones. And it can morph from oh. reptiles into fucking birds because birds came from reptiles. Uh, did they? Yes. Yeah, when I was in Hobart, I bought him a book about like the world's deadliest creatures because it's all like spiders and bugs and reptiles and snakes and there's birds in there too. Do you know what I want to get Teddy for his next birthday, which is a long <laughs> no, way no, away? No, I wouldn't do it yet <laughs> no. <laughs> because who knows what he's going to be into no, no, in no. May. I'm going to try and force a trend okay. with him. Right. Um, it's ambitious. Make, please make it clean. <laughs> well... I feel like, and look, this isn't my not spawn, but I feel like this is a great gift. Okay. I was in the shops the other day shopping for one of Rafa's mate's birthday parties and I was like, what the hell do I get this kid of this age category? Anyway, Teddy's going to be turning seven next year. I think he is primed for a Guinness Book of Records book. Oh, good one. We'll need to get him reading first. <laughs> There's pictures. Yeah, we could read it together. You know what? If we yeah. need to work on his reading. Yeah. Actually, it'd be quite good for reading because it would get yes. his interest and he yes. could then force himself to I actually I feel try. like little boys, and I'm generalising here but they're like oh that's sick like yeah. that person holds the record for like yeah. doing a rubik's cube upside down from a spaceship actually this is clever of you and i know you love to find a gift that you can repeat annually mm-hmm. this is one of jem's life hacks mm-hmm. like when you got your i got my mom a pandora ne- bracelet yeah so i mean she's like i've got it nailed i've got her a pandora bracelet and then every year i just add a charm not just every year every mother's day and birthday <laughs> and christmas Still? no we've paused on it you well, wrap that up <laughs> But it did well. It's clever. It's clever. So if you bought him a Guinness Book of Records for his birthday, Mm -hmm. you could buy him every year. Because it comes out annually. Correct. And he can see who's broken whose record, you know? Jim, this Um, is peak godmother behaviour. Sorry, just hold the phone. Rebs' sister, Rebs' mum, Janma, do not fucking usurp me on this. Okay, yep. You've been warned. Don't you dare come in (laughs) with an early birthday present for your nephew and grandson. I'm having a bit of a moment. What? Because you are my most wallet mummy, wallet mum friend. Are you proud? Like, I feel like you're transitioning into a good mum before my eyes right now. Like, oh this God. is very good godmother behaviour. Thank you. I'm trying to be more of a good mum. Maybe you can be like a shitty wallet mum in mum, but like in godmother, you're just like a good godmother. I'm a rising good mum right now. <laughs> You know, I think most people are a hybrid, I've discovered. So, DLs, if you join the Facebook group, you know that that's the question to Mm. enter the group. Are you Mm -hmm. a good mum or are you a wallet mum? And, look, we do actually have a lot of people who answer with, I'm a soon-to-be mum or a not-yet mum. Everyone is welcome. But I do notice that people identify as both. And there's always a qualifier. Mm. Like, they'll tick one box, like, wallet mum, and then they have to add in the comments, I'm a wallet mum, but I used to be a good mum until I had my fourth kid or, like, most a wallet mum but I feel like I'm stepping into my good mum phase or yes. whatever. Yes. Well I'm kind of jealous. I need to think of something for Rafa that's like an annual thing I can. Yeah. I mean I think I can stay on the sparkly purse train for a while. Yeah I mean girlfriend loves a handbag yeah, so you can ride that one out for a while. I wonder when she's older if she'll want to like borrow my Chanel baguette you know. Mm, what do you your reckon? counterfeit Chanel. Shh, don't tell people. <laughs> don't tell. I don't want the popo on my door. <laughs> and guys stop asking me for the link. Okay I can't run a racket. <laughs> 
People DM me on Instagram almost every day. Hey, I hate to be that person, but could you hook me up with the link for the Chanel bag? You know, Cosy lives, ha ha ha. And I'm like, I can't. No, you can't. I can't. I can't, no. it can't be, be in this game. Spawn. I can't no. be a counterfeit racket, okay? Don't put me in that position. <laughs> One of these days she'll own a genuine Chanel bag. Oh, nice. I don't know. Maybe you will. Maybe you won't. Yeah, no, I want the Fendi now. Oh, God, See, here we go. Phase. Fickle. Phase. Not fickle, it's phase. What I'm dreaming over at the moment is the Fendi dark purple sequin baguette bag. My bag girlies will know all about this one. It had a real moment in the OG Sex and the City series and they've reproduced it and it's so gorgeous. Pull it up immediately. I need to assess this bag. This is the one I dream of. I have no idea what you're talking about and I want a visual. Yeah, it's just gorgeous. I mean, I feel like I could hedge a guess as to what it would look like. Oh, nothing like what I imagined. (laughs) (laughs) When you said baguette. Oh, no. Oh, Jim. <laughs> She's not fashion. Oh. Can you imagine what I was imagining? When A you bread s- baguette? <laughs> yes. Uh. Like one of those bags that fits like 10 lipsticks lying <laughs> down. <laughs> Picturing a baguette, like a bread shape. Yeah. Oh, cute. Your, your version. <laughs> It's way more elegant. Yes. Yeah, it's pretty, but like, I don't know. Like, if someone told me, hey, Gem, how cool is this bag? It's from Lavisa. I'd be like, yeah, sick. What a deal. You know? I don't uh, think you'd spend 7K at Lavisa. No, but this is the funny thing about brands. You know, it's just such a range. I know. You keep like, me real. Like, when I hear that bag is worth seven grand, I can think of an amazing camera lens oh, worth right. seven grand. Yeah, but a camera lens means nothing to me. No, and I'd I, be like, seven grand on a camera lens? Yeah. But, like, on a Fendi? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> to each their own. To each their own. You do you, girlfriend. Our school friend, Juz, she's my person I talk to about this stuff. We had a whole thread going the other night of just, like, window shopping with each other. Have you seen this? Have you seen this? Oh, how about that? And just trying to enable each other. Like, well, I think you should take your next paycheck right down to Fendi is what she said to me. I was like, no, babe, interest rates. Oh, <laughs> it's dear. a pipe dream. Hey, and that's okay. It's, it's okay. It's fun to dream. Especially if you're a phase girly. Yeah, the problem is, Revs, the second you have it, worn it twice, photographed in it twice, you're like, mm, over it. See, no, I don't feel that way about bags. Dude, that Dresses, is... sure. Revs, that bag is so... Classic. It's a classic. It is the opposite of a classic. <laughs> it is the, like, your Chanel bag, classic. That Fendi bag, it's like wallpaper. <laughs> well, I'm about to commit to wallpaper, so, you know, know. Can we not evolve? Well, Teddy, can you slow Teddy, down? Can you're we not evolve? <laughs> no. Evolve slower. Yeah. Seriously, we're exhausted. None of us can keep up. I am very excited for the wallpaper in your room, yes. though. We all know I'm obsessed with wallpaper. I know. And Cava's so full of it. It's great. It's mm. great. See, you can commit to crazy things when they're not in your everyday. It is true. I reckon what's not spawn. Santile? Santal? A Santal. La Bobo? La Lava. La Lava. I can't believe how exposing you are of how little you've known about beauty in this one episode. You don't know anything about tan. 
about brushing your hair, about Fendi bags or baguettes. You don't know anything about La Lavo. Like, she's lo-fi, man. I'm lo-fi. She's low-maintenance. It's my hubs' favourite thing oh, about me. It's my favourite thing about it, you too. My hubs is like, I hit the jackpot. Like, I have a lo-fi <laughs> wife, low-maintenance, yeah. who doesn't drink. She's <laughs> like, we save so much money. It's great. <laughs> okay, hit me with <laughs> We've got to start local warm-ups. This is the result of no sleep. We've hit delirium town. Okay. Uh, Hear uh, me with you. <laughs> can't sing it. Should I just do it to myself? Yep. I'm going to hit you with your nuts fun. Yes, I'll hit you with your nuts fun. Have I got a nuts fun? For not you, Jim, because it's bougie. And look, this is not for everyone. This is the most bougiest thing I've ever experienced. I went to Hobart last weekend. Love us some Hobart. Had the most incredible trip to Hobart with my beautiful boyfriend for my birthday. We stayed at a place called Lumiere Lodge. You need to follow them on Instagram. If you never go there, I'm sad for you. Like you can't go through this life without a stay in this amazing home in the center of Hobart called Lumiere Lodge. Anyway, it's this whole experience. This every- is not your not spawn. No, it's not. But it's context, okay. as you like to call it. Because every little detail in this place was so incredible that it was really inspiring. You know, when you go to an accommodation and it inspires you to like lift in your own home. Because <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. even the skirting boards are beautiful here. I need to do some work on my house. So the piece de resistance with this whole accommodation was when we opened the door, we actually thought someone was there because we could hear jazz music playing oh, inside. Vibe. The fireplace was roaring mm. and it smelt like Christmas. Beautiful. Like there was a smell and we were like, does this place have a signature scent? Turns out it does. Oh. And did you know, Gem, you can buy scents for your home. Mm-hmm. You can buy household fragrances. It's different to perfume or room spray or a diffuser or all those things. It's like a scent for your house and it wafts through so that your home has a signature scent. Now, I never knew that my home needed a signature scent, but now it's all I can think about. Okay. (laughs) And it is from Lalabo. So nice. My boyfriend wears Santal as a fragrance. So it was like this nice little detail. It's like, hey, this smells a little bit like you, but in a home, if you go to the Bondi store, you can choose the scent for your house. So I need to know more about this. Okay. (laughs) Because this is a wagon that I can jump on. Right? Like Cabba. Does it need a signature scent? I think it does. And it needs to smell like a tropical holiday. But what I want to ask is, so you said it's not a room spray, it's not a perfume. How does it get administered? Well, it's a diffuser of types. It's like an oil mm-hmm. diffuser. Mm-hmm. You can get a subscription to your scent oh. so that your house always is smelling like the thing. And you plug this thing plug in. It in. Yeah. Okay. I guess it's like those, <laughs> sorry, Lalabo, but it's like those air fresh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You know, the yeah, way to cheap air wick things you plug in yep. that you get from Coles. Mm-hmm. It's not at all that, guys. It's Lalabo and it's fancy and you plug it in and then you put your oils in and then your whole home smells. Now, it's elite. Would you choose Lalabo Santal for your home? Yeah, so Santal it 66 like to be precise. Your boyfriend. Yes, but it's slightly different because he wears 39 or something. Anyway, it's just a whole thing. Like it would be an amazing gift, you know, probably because it's so personal, you would gift a gift receipt or something. But it sounds so appropriate for Cosy Lives. <laughs> Isn't it just the best hack for this time of life, for when this time in history we find ourselves in? Isn't it perfect, guys? It's so perfect. Like, let's all invest <laughs> our mortgage dollars in into a home fragrance. <laughs> 
Do yourself a favour. Look, I said, didn't I, in the meeting that my not spawn was not going to be for everyone. That was a bit ridiculous. But you know what? I've brought $8 toys and $2 ice cream sandwiches to this podcast for almost three years. I think I'm allowed to bring a bougie home fragrance. Right? All right. We're getting manic. All right, let me ground us back. I've got a show. Yay. I need a new show. Everyone needs to watch this show. It is called Silo. It is on Apple TV. It is one of the best dystopian TV series I've watched in a long time. Like I sort of put it on par with Handmaid's Tale. It is absolutely nothing like The Handmaid's Tale. Where it is alike is just that it's another dystopia. And epic production design, drama, good writing, good performance. Correct. I told Rev she needs to watch this just for the production design. So for context, this is an adaptation from a series of books by a guy called Hugh Howie. Now I read the trilogy of these books back in the day. What I love about Hugh Howie was he was one of the early independent publishers who just went off. Like he started as with an underground cult following and then he just blew up. And this was back in the days where self-publishing wasn't a big thing Mm. like it is now. Okay. Now I need to set the scene without giving any of the juice away because no spoilers, no spoilers. There's so many delicious twists and turns and there is a brilliant female lead in this. So women, you're going to love it. You're going to love her. It is set in an underground silo. So there is a society of 10,000 people who live 145 floors deep underground. I feel like that's all I want to say. Oh, (laughs) yes. But basically the silo in their history has been there for 140 years. They do not know how they got there. They do not know how the silo was created. All they know is that 140 years ago, there were rebels who wiped history. Oh, yes. So I'm just going to leave you with that. All right. Sounds like my cup of tea. Now, if you froth on cast... Tim Robbins. Nice. He is incredible in it. There's Rashida Jones. Love her. David Oyelowo, who is one of my favourite British actors. It is très magnifique. The script is brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) You try to drop so much French in today. Because you talked about la baguette, you know. (laughs) Le labo. Le labo, la baguette. La bobo. (laughs) La bobo. (laughs) No, no, babe. That's the shit you put in your face. But anyway, to me, what I consider excellent writing is when scripts don't have exposition. Yeah, inf- you have to work a bit harder. Yes, and the key pieces of information are just dropped like breadcrumbs and you, the audience, start to piece things together yourself. To me, that is brilliant script writing. This series is full of that. The acting is impeccable. The production design revs. Now, because it's set in a silo, which is like a cylindrical shape thing, all of the set is curved Mm. and you know curves are having its moment in homes (laughs) it's like 70s but like silo rustic it it is one of the most expensive tv series made like think game of thrones kinds of level where every episode feels like a movie Mm. it has filmic budget you know anyway silo highly recommend it's on apple tv i'm sorry if you don't have apple tv you really are missing out I'm not trying to give Apple any more money than they already have. But, you know, if you can steal someone's login, do. (laughs) Silo, get amongst it. Great. I need a new show. I'm all showed out. 
Got nothing left. I consumed all 10 episodes in three days. Oh. And, and DLs, we love this. Watch it with your husband. Oh, great. Yes, it uh, can be. Partner show. Yes, it can be enjoyed equally by men and women. Oh, I love that. Yes. Love that. Oh, and watch it with captions, obviously. Oh, my boyfriend does that. Revs, Revs you need to. You're caption obsessed. I am caption obsessed. And um, for anyone who comes to the live show, you will lull about this. I find I sometimes watch the show less because I'm reading the show. Nah. Yes. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Gaslight me. That's what I'm doing. Nah. <laughs> You're wrong. <laughs> We need to wrap this episode it's up. It's getting We're, too yeah, loosey-goosey. It is too we lo- love you, DLs. Hey, listen, get your live show tickets. I'm just saying this because I'm just feeling the inevitable. What's about to happen is people about to go, oh, oh, I snoozed and are loosed. Okay, please don't come to me if you couldn't get a ticket when there are a smattering of tickets left at all venues, but there won't be for long. Okay, the show is opening in a matter of weeks. We're under a month now, well under. We're coming for you, Melbourne, very shortly. So you've been warned. You've been warned. Okay, I don't want to gentle parent you. You're a grown up. You can handle it. Buy your fucking tickets. And if you want to upgrade to VIDL, (laughs) hurry up and do it before they're all gone. Okay, I've said it. I've said it. She's manic and it's time to turn off the microphone. (laughs) Have a lovely week ahead. And as always, we'll be back in your ears bright and early on Friday morning with a Bestie Hotline. Love ya. Bye.